Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. All right, 110, we are ready to roll. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Technology Playground, sponsored by Eptura. I'm Mike Petresky. Anyone here for my first introduction earlier this morning? All right, so we have at least one person who knows what my next question is going to be. This is a colleague of mine from Eptura, Matt Fox. I will therefore skip the Eptura story, but how many people listen to podcasts in their personal lives? Yes. How many listen to, to shows about corporate real estate and facility management and workplace? Well, you should be. All right, here's one. Get your phones out. Look up Workplace Innovator. That's my show. I'm DJ Mike P. I'm thrilled to have an opportunity to speak with people like you about the trends, challenges, and technologies in the world of corporate real estate and facility management. We have a fun time with it. The question I always ask my guests, besides for an inspirational quote, which gets us kicked off, it's about music. So Matt, you knew this was coming. I knew it was coming. Music that gets you inspired, favorite artist. Oh, inspired. Oh, well, that's I, different than the question I was right, Favorite song on the, at the, in the moment. What Mike always asks is, what's your walk-up song going to be? And my, my answer is, where's my mind by the Pixies? Because I have a about-to-be-three-year-old and a about-to-be-one-year-old this week. So who knows at this point? <laughs> I, I don't. So Matt is losing his mind, and he's here to entertain. No, I'm sorry, educate you. I'm here to entertain, but it's not my venue, so I'm going to turn it over to Matt Fox, our Senior Director of Solutions Engineering. Take it away, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Sorry about we were down to the last minute there getting the AV to work, of course. So, hey, everybody. My name is Matt Fox. Um, I am going to take you guys through a few things today. A little bit about myself. I am the Senior Director of Solutions Engineering here at Aptura. If you've worked with Aptura or one of our uh, solutions within our product portfolio, you've probably interacted with our team at some point. We're really the ones that are understanding uh, what you guys are trying to solve for and how our solutions can end up meeting, if not exceeding those needs, right? I'm based in Atlanta, Georgia, and we're really going to go through three things today pretty quickly. Number one, I'm going to give you a high-level overview of Eptura and what we're solving for. Number two, we're going to go through some industry trends. So we have a fantastic uh, industry index report that's going out each quarter, and we're just going to take a, a few snapshots of that and go over that today. That really leads into the third topic, which is around um, the product portfolio, or excuse me, portfolio flexibility uh, and productivity. And we're going to do some short demonstrations on how we solve for that. A few vignettes we've prepared today. So let's start off. So who are we here at Aptura? We really solve for three things, people, workplaces, and assets. And as you can see up here, I'm not gonna go line by line here and show you what this looks like, but it really is, you can see this extended infinity loop. What we've realized within um, the work that we do with our clients is it really centers around these three things. And it's an entire ecosystem, and they all impact one another. So for example, you set up the workplace, and then you know you want to make sure, do you have the right amount of space? Uh, is it working for her, for your specific needs? And your needs may differ uh, location by location, regionally, uh, or it could be by um, how people are using the space. But then you want to enable the people um, of all different types. You know, There's up to four generations in the workplace right now, and they all use the space differently. So we want to make sure that our people are being enabled to use the space. And then they do stuff with their space, that's the assets inside. Or it might not be a workplace-related asset. It could be an asset related to uh, maybe more of an industrial portfolio and could be a mission-critical uh, asset for that organization. So our ecosystem touches every single one of these aspects. 
When I really break that down to the core six things we're doing, it's really looking at, on the top, workplace experience, the visitor management and the space planning, and then going on to the asset side, the facility management, asset management, and the preventive maintenance, especially the preventive maintenance, which we're not going to really get into so much today. But it's critical for organizations because preventive maintenance uh, is way, way uh, easier and less costly, about five times less costly than doing that corrective maintenance. So critical function there that uh, come back by the booth and we'll talk more about that. So what we're talking about today is that flexibility and, and uh, uh, productivity within within the workplace. And I'm going to really get to the right-hand side to hammer in those two points, but when we're looking at uh, what our customers are using today, it's really all about the sources of data that, they're, that they have, all disparate throughout the organization, and they don't know how to make sense of it. So it really starts with the building data. A lot of the time this could be from an AutoCAD file, like a DWG file, or it could be a PDF that they have somewhere on, on their uh, file drive. But we marry that with the employee data, the HR data, how people are actually um, using the space, for example, where they are within the building. And then we go a layer deeper, which is that utilization data. And that's what people are really solving for today to get to that optimization of the space. Um, how are people coming in and, and when are they coming in and where are they going when they're in? And there's a few different ways you can get that data and just a, a, a few we highlighted down here about badge data, like a central turnstile they come in through, or reservation data if they're booking spaces, or sensor data as well. There's lots of different ways you can capture that data. We centralize that all into one source of truth and from there we really derive two predominant uh, outcomes in the workplace. Number one is around workplace optimization. As we always say, uh, the workplace, the commercial real estate portfolio for a company is typically the second highest uh, expense behind labor. So there's huge uh, cost savings for a company to really understand if they have the right amount of space. As well as from the uh, actual operations. How, is it, how, long, how many resources is it taking and how many hours is it taking to do that work? It could be really costly to a company. And the second one is when you already have all this great um, tools at your disposal, well, how do you start operationalizing that for all of your employees within the workplace? And that really leads to two things, productivity and collaboration. Companies come to us all the time. They want to see their companies get back to, uh, their employees get back to the workplace. And they're really trying to preserve, if not build that culture since so much has changed over the past few years. And I think a lot of it, even though harder to quantify, comes down to the productivity and collaboration. So now I'm just going to go over a few insights from the index report uh, that I personally really find interesting. This is something our marketing team puts together and they get data points from not just our customer base, but all throughout uh, the industry. And they collab, uh, culminate all that into this report, which you can learn more about at the end of this presentation. I'll put up a QR code or stop by our booth. So some of the things that I found really interesting is right here, number one thing. Why are people coming back to the office? And a lot of the time I think we talk about in terms of they want to collaborate, they have meetings, they come uh, to actually spend time with their employees for this planned or potentially unplanned collaboration. But that's number two. Number one is purely just to socialize. That's, that's the human connection part we're all missing right now. So it doesn't have to be work, right? A lot of the time, especially for uh, somebody like myself, I don't really get to see a lot of my team very often. Um, we don't really actually have like in-person happy hours or meetings because we're a remote work staff. So I haven't gone into my office in quite a while, but if there's events that I can just socialize with some of my peers that might not be on my direct team that I'm working with on a day-by-day -day basis, that gives me reason and incentive to come in. 
The number two reason is that plan collaboration. So let's dive a little bit deeper into that. So when we think about um, how companies are structuring their space right now, th this was really fascinating to me because it's showing that a lot of companies are not really adapting a whole lot in terms of their seating policies and preferences since the pandemic. We see that about 56% of companies say that they still have this assigned desks. And if you think about pre-pandemic, a lot of the time, companies didn't even know if that was the right amount of space. So flash forward three years, now and even more so, we still have this old model of one-to-one -one seating, which is still, there's a lot of merit to that, and that works for a lot of companies, but we're seeing that there's this increasing growth around uh, having desk booking and understanding, can I just show up? And can I just take whatever space is available? So when we talk about desk booking for our clients, we want to understand why are they coming in? Why are they booking desks uh, to come back into the office? And once again, we're seeing that it's all around that collaboration and socialization of either being near your team, the people that you collaborate with, or near your friends. But the other part that's really interesting is some people just want to come in because you know, they're so tired of just being at home and uh, you know, maybe it's a little chaotic if you, know, you have kids around. So they want just a quiet space to go to. And that's the number um, two reason you see here. They want that place to actually have their own quiet work. And that's what we see a lot around the office is people are trying to configure the offices to be more around, uh, built around how people, how their employees want to end up using their space and having dedicated areas to be by their teams or friends or to be able to book space into a specific quiet area like a telephone booth. So when we talk about what this looks like in terms of the data of when people are coming in, uh, there's really two main key insights here. Number one is it is those recurring bookings. So back to that quiet time piece. If you know that every Tuesday, Thursday, you're gonna come in and you're gonna have your dedicated quiet time in that one specific space, you're gonna set up a recurring reservation there. But the flip side is the number two reason is those short-term bookings, that same day or one day bookings. So people are understanding, hey, are my colleagues gonna be in here today? If so, I'm going to go ahead and book a desk and go work near them. So really what that culminates to is how do companies start making that transition to provide structure to their employees to be able to do that? And this is the question that we ask around, what is the most expected technology in the workplace? And what we found are the number you know, one, if not two, three, and four, and five, all relates to what we do here at Aptura around having the ability to manage physical and virtual meetings, collaboration, meeting room, uh, a mobile application, a one-stop shop place where they can understand what's going on in the workplace. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna take you through a few vignettes I put together around how uh, somebody might end up using our software to actually solve for their needs. So what we're gonna be talking about today is our Aptura Workplace product. I'm not gonna go around the whole circle here because there's a lot to cover, but what we're gonna do is start off talking about, you know, really a crawl, walk, run approach. And here's gonna be the crawl and the walk of it, which is, I don't even have any idea about what's going on in my space or how, how it's even being occupied. So I wanna start categorizing, slicing and dicing my space. Then I'm gonna go take that next step and understand how it's being utilized. We're gonna then take that and turn that into an employee experience tool. And if we have time for it, we'll get a little bit into the visitor persona and what their experience might look like. Okay, so what you can see here on the screen is we have the workplace. Um, let me make sure it's playing real quick. Yep, there we go. So you can see on the bottom right here, if I direct your attention to the legend, we wanna start even understanding how well is our space being occupied. You can see uh, immediately at our fingertips, we understand what is that vacant portfolio. You might immediately realize you have too much space that you're not even doing anything with. 
but you might want to have more insights around how your space is being categorized. So let's say, for example, you want to make sure, do we have the appropriate amount of uh, primary assigned seats to res uh, reservable spaces or to the lounge space. For companies that have larger portfolios, this is critical so they can start internally benchmarking their portfolio so every employee has a, that si same streamlined experience as they come into the office. Or what's really important for our clients is understanding how the space is being used categorically. Typically, from a departmental standpoint is the most important part, especially from a lot of our services clients or banking. They really uh, want to understand this from a charge back and allocation reporting perspective. Starting to turn this into a workplace experience tool, we can then layer on other data, such as where's the coffee at? You know, I want to understand where I can go to get my amenities or safety equipment that's critical within the organization, such as first aid kits. So that's really that crawl and walk to it. And then if you go the next step, we can start layering on the sensor data. So I'm going to easily just switch my mode here. And let's say I'm, I put down that hat that I'm that space planner. I'm the one that's really trying to take this analytical view of how the space is being used. We partner with lots of different sensor vendors. And here you can see we're taking some of those insights. And we can understand immediately that we're being pretty well underutilized within this, within this floor. You can easily t change the time frame here uh, based on whatever sort of parameter you're wanting to look at. Or you could even do a live mode to see who's in the office today. But what we see here within this floor plan that you're seeing is there's a lot of red here at the top, right? So maybe the departments that we just saw from that previous screen aren't really coming in and using their space. Let's think about maybe we can figure out a better way to use that. So if I come over here to my move section, I can go and I can take one of the move tickets that I've set up for a department that might need to be moving into the space. Maybe we've got some new hires in that department. Now we could easily go to our move shelf, drag and drop some of these employees using the move stick into those underutilized spaces. So it's a really quick analytical way to actually understand what's the best way to use your space. All right. Now we're gonna shift gears a little bit and we're gonna uh, put on our employee hat. If I was just somebody waking up, deciding is my colleague gonna be in today because I'm not sure if I really wanna go in or not. And let's take a look at this from the mobile experience. So in this case, I wanna go ahead and see if my friend Michael's in because uh, we really wanna work together. Like I said, maybe it's my teammate, maybe it's just a buddy that I have in a different department and I wanna just see if they're in to socialize. Immediately, it's gonna pull up Michael's seat and this could be his assigned seat so I can give him a call, see if he's in today or if he's reserved a space, I'll know that as well on this view. Now, I wanna go ahead and book a space near Michael because we are gonna collaborate. But I go ahead and I pull up this uh, desk and I see that there's a service request here and the AV's not working. This is what I mean by we need to have that connected ecosystem to see if the facilities is working with the real estate, working with the people component. And I'm gonna go ahead and book this space uh, instead because that one wasn't working for me. No, no service request here, looks good. We'll make this an all day booking, confirm the date and time and good to go. We wanna make this experience super intuitive so any employee can pick it up and know exactly how to use it without having to read some sort of instruction manual. Now, let's say we also have some visitors coming in from out of town and I'll get into that view in the next persona if we have some time. So we booked this conference room, this mountain view room, and here I see that, let's say I am coming from the airport and I wanna know how to get to this office because I'm unfamiliar. There's some microservices in here, such as the apps that I could take uh, Google or Apple Maps right there, or a Lyft or Uber, because that's really what I need. Now, if I own this meeting, I wanted to have some catering, such as DoorDash, Grubhub, uh, but I actually also have internal catering that I might want to use instead. Going back to the facilities component, 
I can use a service request to do that. So I come here and you see I set up a taco bar for that meeting, uh, and that sounds pretty good for us. So we'll go ahead and we'll create a new service request here as well, because this meeting room is typically a classroom shape, uh, kind of like what we have today, and we really need a boardroom configuration. So I'm gonna go ahead and make sure that the room is all set up by the time that all my visitors are here in town. And that's just a, a quick few clicks of this service request to get it all set up. So then that's really what it looks like and super easy from the mobile experience for any employee to use. Um, and then from here, what we're gonna do is we're gonna just, I think we have a few minutes here. So what we're gonna do is go into that visitor persona. If I was coming in from out of town and I was coming into that lobby, we're gonna take you through that perspective. Now keep in mind, our visitor management solution takes a lot of that bottleneck outside of the lobby. So any of those really critical, important questions and that can be configured really for whatever type of visitor, maybe it's my wife visiting me for lunch, or maybe it's a contractor coming into our office. We can have really unique experiences for each one of them coming in. But I'll just take you through one quick example. So the phone you could see on the left-hand side would be that visitor email that they got around the host information, which is myself, uh, and the location. And uh, for example, you could even send them Wi-Fi access codes for the day. Uh, in fact, this entire process could, if they got their own badge, control their access throughout the building for the day as well. But here you could see Michael being a good sport here scanned his QR code with the app and he's taken a picture. And that's gonna log him in for the day as a visitor. So he's remaining still and there it is, beautiful Michael, thank you. Now, as I mentioned, if he chose contractor here, it could take him down a whole different path. But in this case, he'll choose visitor. Now, this is entirely configurable about which campus. Uh, if you know we wanna track COVID related information, absolutely can do that here as well. Uh, parking, if that's required as well, you could do that here. Whatever question you want really could be here, as well as any sort of important videos that might be required to be uh, watched before somebody comes into the office, or more importantly, NDAs or confidentiality agreements. I was just working with a client around having every contractor make sure that they sign a lock-in lock-out policy before they went into the manufacturing setting. So lots of really great versatile ways you could use this tool. And that was it, and super easy to be registered. Great, I even have two minutes to spare. So with that being said, thank you guys for joining. I have the QR code up here on the screen around the index report, and I will be hanging around here for a few minutes, as well as we'll be at our, uh, the booth right over there if you wanna uh, ask some more questions or see a product demonstration. Thank you all. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.